My name is Kevin Roach. Welcome to Wise Up. So we're now joined by Kevin Roach, a chainsaw artist, a local chainsaw artist. Um, so if if you could just take a second, kind of explain what that even is. What, what do you do as a chainsaw artist? Okay, so chainsaw art, artistry is a, it's kind of a, a fun, primitive type of art. It's where you take a chainsaw and some other smaller tools for fine finishing, but the, primarily it's uh, taking a chainsaw and removing everything from a log that shouldn't be there, and you, the end result is you have a sculpture of sorts. So, um, I first discovered Kevin. I think someone mentioned, like, yeah, there's some guy that's, you know, turning these trees in, into like work. Like, I think they were cut down trees that had already been cut cut away, cut away right. and uh, was turning them into like these art pieces. Um, so when I like, I look at I have a chainsaw. I think it's like a Ryobi uh, electric. <laughs> Um, I started but, with a fairly cheap chainsaw. Well. <laughs> so I just kind of go like, how do you even start something like this? How do you even take, you know, your your tool at home or whatever and see some piece of wood and kind of go, okay, I'm going to turn this into an eagle or a horse right. or, uh, you know, an Indian. Uh, so That's a good question. <laughs> I think it starts with um, the discovery portion of it first. Uh, you discover that the art form exists. And then uh, your interest kind of leads you into it, and you you make a lot of mistakes at first. But uh, uh, I think after that, if it sort of pursues you as opposed to a person pursuing it, because I guess when I started, I never thought that I would do it as a career opportunity or career choice. So uh, yeah, after time, it, it did that. It pursued me, and I, I was able to quit my job in the oil field, and I've been doing it full time for quite a number of years now. So. Yeah, can you kind of expand on that a little bit? Like you mentioned, it's hasn't always been your full time pursuit. Um, you know, started as a, as a hobby, like a lot of these things do. Um, I guess first off, did you kind of have any artistic background or anything, or did you just you really just picked it up because you thought you would uh, be good at it or be interested in it? Right, not necessarily uh, any background in art. Um, uh, it's it's really just something that I ended up being okay at. You know, it's it's consistently learning, constantly learning new things. So it's a practice. But um, yeah, it's it's something that that uh, I've enjoyed. I think that's kind of one reason I've stuck with it because um, you know otherwise it's just a job. But for me, it's not really like work. Yeah, I would uh, go out on a limb and say you're more than okay at it. <laughs> I think I you're very talented, words. very talented. Um, can you talk a little bit about that transition between doing it as a hobby and then taking it full time? Kind of when did that happen and how were you able to make that happen? Was there just something in your mind that clicked or was it just the amount of work you were doing that kind of made that happen? Sure. It was. Um, it started off, like I said, uh, without the intentions of making it full time, but uh, the deeper you get into it, you you learn that there's other carvers, you know, uh, around, and you you kind of build a friendship with them, you know, this throughout the states and the world, really. But um, you learn new techniques, new things, and then at the time that you realize that you're decent enough to be able to put a good product out for the for the customer or the client, then um, then you realize that could do it for a career and then it, it was just a matter of reaching out to some more 
experienced carvers, some that did do it full time, uh, asking them questions about you know what they did, and they gave me advice on how to do it. And then um, after that, I, I was able to uh, get a few sponsors, you know, for the beginning portion of it, which are still there. They, you know, there's there's different ones throughout the community that have sponsored me. Uh, to, to help me get started you know some of the companies are like the local steel dealership you know they, they gave me cut price breaks you know like the masters they give me price breaks on chains and and tools and things like that which in the beginning and still now it helps it to be you know affordable for me to operate you know and then um, you know there were some other companies uh, Solaris Hospice they did a, an initial sponsorship um, and, and they still continue to do that, but that helps too. And then, like I said, the community, the yeah. support from the communities kept it going. So, so now that's where we are. You know? Yeah, so. it's cool. We kind of saw it. We, we see how this can easily spread and the word of mouth can spread because we checked you, I guess, to, to grab some video. Uh, I guess that was a week or two ago um, at, uh, at Lakeside and saw it kind of live because, you know, you're working, working on a piece and, and one of the person, one of their neighbors pulls up and they're like, hey, we have a tree that fell down too. You know, we would love to like, you know, it, it, I can see how that, that spreads pretty quickly because, you know, people go, who did that? Right. And is that kind of been what your experience is? Kind of just a natural progression that it way? Is, it is. I think a lot of, a lot of it uh, is through word of mouth. We don't do a lot of advertising. You know, it's just through word of mouth. And, and that in turn, it, it helps you to meet new people that are friends and then they become your friends. And then you, you have this circle and then people, you know, kind of know who you are as opposed to just somebody contacting you off of some website or whatever, some random person. So, so yeah, we, get, we build a relationship with our customers, you know, from the start. Um, there's, a, there's a process to setting up a, a sculpture, you know, uh, all the before stuff, you know, meeting the person. You know, building a relationship with them, and then you know you, the design process is where you know you you design it with the person, and so that way, um, as I, after I leave and they still have their sculpture, they they can tell people that they helped design it. You know, so so you have that. It's just a, um, kind of a whole process like that, and kind of with that process, it's like. So I know a lot of your work comes after storm damage. Um, and I think uh, there's the huge storm. I think it was a tornado that uh, kind of hit part of the Decatur area. And I think people can still see a lot of your work. Um, is it off 287 ish by 2264? Is that where? Right. There's, there's some there, some on yeah, 730 and just different areas. They're kind of popping up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting. You can look at something that's like, you know, storm damage. Mm. And then kind of how do you, like when you look at a tree that's been, you know, twisted and broken in half, how can you see, um, you know, a wild animal? Uh, kind of just the, the art side of it of, you know, kind of what's that process to you? Does, it, does the level of damage or the nature of the tree inform kind of your design or is it? Sometimes it can. Uh, sometimes if the tree has characteristics that lend itself to a, um, a specific carving or something that it might look like you know then then you can uh, suggest that to the to the client and if, if they say oh yeah I see that and then that's what they want to go with but a lot of times uh, uh, a client will have something they want to um, as a memorial for you know a pet or somebody or, f or family m uh, members or something like that so they kind of have an idea of what they want 
and then from that point it's just determining whether or not the tree will produce uh, enough uh, wood really to to carve it you know because I mean if you if they want a full-size rearing horse but their tree is only six inches across naturally <laughs> that, that's a tough ask. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, a pocket knife, not so, a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't, then we, we go down other routes, other interests that they might have that the tree would lend itself to. Right. So usually it ends up being something that uh, the family and friends appreciate and get to enjoy for years. Have you ever had a job that's rewarding in that way? You know, is this is this a rewarding process? To it is. It is. I've done a lot of things. You know, been in the military. I've done a lot of things, but this one's definitely rewarding. And I don't know if I'd classify it as a job. Kerry Bond started with State Farm in 1993 and opened his local agency in October 2007. This second generation agent has been voted Wise County Messenger's Reader's Choice Top Agent multiple times and was named Small Business of the Year in 2022 by the Wise County Chamber of Commerce. Kerry obtained a BBA in insurance from the University of North Texas in 1993 and has earned the prestigious industry designations of Chartered Life Underwriter and Chartered Financial Consultant. He proudly offers auto insurance, homeowners insurance, and renters insurance in Decatur. Are you relocating to Decatur or anywhere in Wise County? Call Kerry Bond at 940-627-5616. He proudly serves Decatur, Alvord, Paradise, Rome, and all of Wise County, and in fact, all of Texas. You're listening to Wise Up, a podcast by the Wise County Messenger. Yeah, so I think the first time that I was introduced to, to some of your work is whenever I went to the Decatur Public Library for the first time. Um, you know, your work can be seen all across Wise County or like, you know, we experienced even out in Lakeside. But can you kind of talk about um, your work at, at the library and kind of how that came about and, you know, the the process through it? And uh, I think it's really interesting because a lot of people that draws a big crowd at the library. And I think a lot of them don't know that you're the man behind it. So yeah. maybe maybe talk us through that project sure and that falls into the category of uh, what trees can be carved um, usually I use a general rule of thumb dead dying or dangerous trees and in this case they were um, dead they had died all three of those those ash trees had died so the library reached out to get uh, some sculptures done and once again you know I met with the, the librarian there the, the head librarian and we discussed ideas and things that she thought the community might like and that and that uh, that she would like and stuff like that so we came up with the designs and this goes back to the carving community I was <clears throat> excuse me I was able to reach out to uh, another carver friend of mine somebody that uh, kind of gave me some guidance in my early early years of carving his name is Jimmy Hobbs and he lives in Grand Saline Texas so I reached out to him and asked if he'd like to join me on the project so he did he came down and he's actually the one that carved the Bigfoot so that's done by Jimmy Hobbs, and then I did the fairy house, and then the owls, and the and the books, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how that all came about. So, um, if people are curious, you know, are there any hot spots, any places where people find your work, or just like a website or anything, people can check it out if they. Sure. Uh, well, I primarily just use uh, Facebook as a platform. We do have a website, but we haven't launched it because the work is you know, so con- so busy. I'm afraid to get too busy. So, <laughs> so it's, um, it's it's been it's been a good thing as far as work goes, but I just under Kevin Roach on Facebook, you know, that's the only place I kind of use that primarily for, you know, kind of a portfolio for people to go and see my work and things like that. So 
Awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate it. Everyone drive out around the LBJ Grasslands or the Decatur Public Library or just take a trip up to 87 and 730 and you'll definitely run into some of Kevin's work. Or even Carrie Bond Insurance Agency. Bunch of work yes, there too. Big supporter as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me. <laughs>